Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Kuf, which is on the top of page 260. The Mechaber says in Sif Aleph, Tfilo Shomoados Vishoroshe Chadoshim, the davening of Yontif and of Rosh Chodesh, Tzorich Lahasdir Tfiloso Kodem Shiespalo. One needs to set up and to order his Tfilo before he davens. Kedeshitahe Shagura Befiv. So it should run smoothly in his mouth. He shouldn't get uh, confused in the middle of the Tfilo. The Ramah writes, Vyesh Omrim, and some say, Dafkokeshim Mispalam Alpeh. This halacha of ordering your tefillah before you start on these special occasions is specifically one who is davening by heart. But if one is davening from inside a siddur, it is mutter to just jump into the davening. Because he sees what he's davening and therefore he does not need to prepare it. And that is the minog. Says the Mishavura in Sivkatan Aleph, Vishoroshe Chadoshim, Kena Girsa Bekama Svarim Ubebir Hagra. This is the Girsa in many Svarim and in the Gura. Verotzalomar means to say, Tfilas Musaf. When we say that Tfilah of Rosh Chodesh needs to be prepared, how appropriate that we're learning this on Rosh Chodesh, that is referring to the davening of Rosh Chodesh Musaf. The Atam and the reason why we need special attention to the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, Mipnei She'ein Mispalel Oson Tadir, because these tfilos are not davened often, El Leprakim, they're only davened once in a while, and therefore, Ein Rogil Behen Kolkach, a person is not used to saying that tfilah. O Beprime Godin B'Shem HaBach, O Bepri Chodesh Kosov, Dehu Adin Yalaviyovo Deshachris, O Bimei Dechanaka Upurim Gamkein Tzorich Lahastir Mitchilo, O Sheyispalel Mitoch HaSidr. So the Prime Godin B'Shem HaBach and the Pri Chodesh both write, that who Adin, when it comes to Yalaviyavo on Rosh Chodesh, and when it comes to Alanisim on Chanukah and Purim, you also need to order it to practice before you start, or you need to daven it from a sitter. In note number one, he writes, That even through here, or even just thinking it through, thinking through Yalaviyavo, reminding yourself by heart of Yalaviyavo, that would be enough of a preparation. And the Shire Knesset is bewildered by the custom of people Shemikilim Bikhozeh that they're very lenient when it comes to this halacha. They daven by heart. And they don't prepare it before. I don't know what they are relying on. However, look in the Shai Tshuva. He says that certain things that are short and are easy to memorize and we're used to saying so there it is okay. That's what the Shari Tshuva brings down. But Ulechavchila says the Chavetz Chaim, Bevaday nochom lizor lispalel b'chanaka upurim umuadim v'roshe chadoshim alko ponim tefila rishonam itoch hasidr v'day. But Ulechavchila, for sure it is appropriate to be careful to daven the first tefila of Chanukah. We're going to be saying the first Alanisim, the first tefila of Purim, the first tefila of Yontif, the first tefila of Rosh Chodesh. At the very least, you should daven from a sitter, and that would be enough because that tefila would be a preparation for the other tefilos that are also going to have Alhanisim and Yalaviyavo, etc. Sifkaton beis kishem mispalam alpeh. This dinner preparing the tefila before is specifically when one is davening by heart. Kosov mafsas hashekel shelo kidin nohagin haolam sheomen birkas kiddush levona balpeh veena mesajim osam mitchila veayin shayi tshuva. 
The Machzah Shelo brings down that it's also inappropriate that which the Olam is noyeg, that they say the bracha of Kiddush Levana by heart, and they don't order it before, they don't practice it before, that would be inappropriate. However, Ayin Shai Tshuva, which we mentioned before, when something is short and people know it by heart, so he says there is certainly things to rely on to do it by heart. So if Katan Gimel says, Mitoch HaSidr, and the Ramah told us, but if you're davening from a Siddur, then it's Mutter because you're seeing it inside. Utfilos Upiyutum Shechamur Perushim. Tfilos and other piyutim that are difficult to understand. Sarach Lahastir Tfila. That also should be prepared before they understand what you're saying. That won't help to read it inside because the problem is not the reading. The problem is the understanding and therefore that should be prepared before as well. Now let's move on to Simen Kuf Aleph. There's, um, like by Mashal Ruach, let's say, Tan Mashal Mashal, isn't that there's this pizza brought down, I remember, with Shulchan Aruch or Mishpur or wherever. Yeah, that's brought down by Mashal Ruach to say it 90 times, correct. So why, why we'll get to that soon. To say, why shouldn't he have to say Yalav Yalav, let's say, whatever, Tfilo? That, that only, the preparation before is only yeah. if you're Mesopic, if you said it, then if you're used to saying it, either because it was 30 days or you prepared it, that's not what we're addressing over here. We're not addressing, we're addressing over here, we're addressing over here that when you're davening, no, that's only because you're, when you're masupuk. But over, that's, that's, there's a change in halacha when you're masupuk if it's the first 30 days or after the 30 days. So we make it like it's after the 30 days, so you're already used to it. So if you're masupuk, we say it's okay. That's not what we're addressing over here. We're addressing over here is that we want you to daven a, a smooth tefillah. And if you're davening by heart and you don't prepare before the tefillah, you're not used to saying it, so we're afraid you're not going to say it properly. It's a different, it's a different... You're forget it. Yeah, you're going to get mixed up in the middle, you're going to get confused. Correct. Says the Mechaber in Simen Kuf Aleph. Again, we're on page 260, starting a new Simen, Simen Kuf Aleph. Hamispalo Tzorech Shiachavin Bechol Abrachos. One who davens needs to have Kavana by all the Brachos. Vim Eino Yochol Lechavin Bekulam. If he's not able to have Kavana by all the Brachos, Lefachos Yechavin Ba'avos. At the very least, he should have Kavana by the first Bracha of Avos. Vim Lo Kivin Ba'avos. And if he doesn't have Kavana by Avos, if a person didn't have kavana by the brach of Ovos, the first brach of Shonesrei, even if he had kavana by the rest of the brachos, he needs to go back and daven again. That is the halacha of the Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah writes, the Ha'idna nowadays, we do not go back and repeat Shmonesha because of a lack of Kavana. Because even when you go back and have it again, it's very likely you're not going to have Kavana again the second time. In came Lama Yasser. If so, what are you gaining by going back? Again, we saw this already many times, and nowadays our Kavana is not holding on the level that it used to, and therefore it applies in various halachas. Here's another halacha where the Ramah applies it. Of course, you have to have Kavana by Avos. But since we don't have such great Kavana, it's very unlikely that we'll have better kavanah the second time and therefore we do not go back. Let's see the Mishavura in Sivkat and Aleph. Hamispalel v'yargil odom atzmo l'chavin al kolponim b'chasimah shalkob bracha. A person should train himself at the very least that he has kavanah at the chasimah of each bracha. The ending, bracha to Hashem, magin avram. Bracha to Hashem, machayim esim. At least at the ending of the brachos, a person should train himself to have kavanah at least for that. And there's a very interesting note over here, note number one. This halacha of the Mishavura that of the, of the chasim of the brachas from the tour. In note number one, he brings another very interesting thing the tour says. And the reason why you should be careful by the ending of the brachos, the tour explains, If you take all the brachos at the end of each of the 19 brachos of Shemar you get a total of 113 words. 
That's the same amount of words as we find in the tefillah of Chana. We also find the Torah, the word Lev, is found 113 times. That those 113 words which represent the chasim of all the brachos is equal to the amount of time it says Lev, that you have to have kavana, the dafka, in those areas. The ending of each bracha is a praise of Hashem. The earlier parts of the brachas are requests from Hashem. The end is the praise of Hashem. It's better to have kavana by the praise of Hashem than when we make our request of Hashem. And therefore, the ikir, like the Meshavur brings down over here from the tour, is to make sure that you, at the very least, which is not such a small thing, but have kavana by the ending of every one of the brachas. Says the Mishabura of Aitin in Sifkotan Beis, Sheyechavin, you counting already? No, no, even, even, even the, between, um, after Rosh Hashanah, before Yom Kippur, that uh, the, some brachot uh, change? Hakel HaKadosh, to HaMelech HaKadosh, HaMelech HaMishpah, yes, you have to count and see. I assume it's going in the regular Shemon Esrei, right, it could be then it's different. That's a very good point, just by HaMelech HaMishpah, it will be shorter. Right. Yeah, very good, good kasha. So you'll count, you'll do a research report for us. Sivkotan Beis. Sheyechavin, a person who is davening, shav kavana for all the brachos. Hainu, pirish hamilos. Like we explained last time, that the kavana a person should have during davening is nothing hibijibi, it's the pirish hamilos, understanding the words that he is saying. Alkein manochon ma'od, therefore how appropriate it is. Lahamonim sheyilmudu pirish hamilos shakat vila. How appropriate it is that everyone should learn the understanding of the words of the whole davening. The alkoponim shall birchas ovos umodim bevade yeshchiv olav leida beuro. At the very least, a person should train himself to understand every word of Avos and of Modim. Sifkatan Gimel Avos. We said if you can't have Kavana by all the Brachos, at the very least you have to have Kavana by Avos. Why? What's so special about Avos? Kihus Sidur Shivcho Shomakom. That's the setting up of the praises of Hashem. Alkain Eino Bedin Oz Pone Therefore, it's inappropriate for a person's mind to be on other things when he's praising the praises of Hashem. Some posts can write that the bracha of modim is just as chashiv as avos l'chachila and you should be very focused and have kavana during that bracha as well. If a person realizes he's not in the state of mind to have kavana even by the bracha of avos, he shouldn't daven until he's able to put his mind at ease. So that he should at the very least be able to have kavana by avos. But there's a very important note over here, note number four. He says, We just said in the Mishabur that if you realize you can't have Kavana for others, you should delay your davening. But if you realize that you're going to wait till you're able to have Kavana, you're going to miss Zman Tfila. So there, Chaim Kineski tells us, It's not Kadai. Again, since we anyway don't have such great kavana, Rechaim Kinevsky says that even though the Mishavruah says wait till you're able to have kavana before you start davening, but not at the risk of missing Zman Tfila. Better to catch Zman Tfila even if you will not be able to mechavim properly than wait till you can have kavana and have Zman Tfila already passed.
And then the Mishaburah says in Sivkatan Dalit, we're on page 260, on that which the Ramah said that even though the Machaber says if you don't have Kavanah by Ovos, you have to repeat Shimon Esrei, the Ramah told us that nowadays we don't go back because of a lack of Kavanah because it's very likely you won't have Kavanah any better the second time. Says the Mishaburah in Sivkatan Dalit, Kosava Chai Odom. Nearly it appears to me. Kavan the Mitzat Hadin Tzarech Lachzor Lispalel. Since the Ikir Hadin like the Machaber, if you don't have Kavanah by Avos, you have to go back and say it again. Alko Ponim Im Nizkar Kodem Shomer Baruch Ato Hashem B'Sof Abracha. If you realize you didn't have Kavanah, you were spaced out from the beginning of Shmon Esrei, and you realize that before you said Baruch Ato Hashem Mogen Avraham Yachzor Lomar Meelokei Avraham. So you should go back. In other words, once you finish the bracha, don't start Shmon Esrei again. But if you're in the middle of the bracha and you realize you didn't focus on any words you said and you didn't yet start to end bracha, then you should go back to Okei Avram and say it with concentration. There's a couple of very interesting notes over here. The first one we'll see is note number six. He writes, he writes, and this is a review of what we saw previously. The Kavan Shemeikir Adin Chayoven Lachsor Luhispalil. Since Meikir Adin, like the Machaber tells us, if you don't have Kavana, you really have to go back and daven again. Odom shebederach klal machavim mitfilasu, a person who normally has kavanah in his tefila, umachma shehirsik biyado ezachefetz lokivim baavos, and because a person was holding something in his hands, it distracted him and he didn't have kavanah by avos. There, the Sharetzion told us earlier, shegam bezmanenu chayav lachzor ulispalo. Then even nowadays you should go back. In other words, that which the Ramah gives us a hetter, if you didn't have kavanah by avos, you were spaced out. Don't go back. It's time you were just time spaced out. But if there's a reason why you were spaced out, because you were, you were holding, you know, a thousand dollars in your hand and you were worried about it the whole time, or you're holding a knife in your hand, you were nervous it was going to fall, you were holding something that you shouldn't have been holding during davening, and that caused you to lack kavanah, then even nowadays you should go back and start from the beginning. That's point number one. Note number eight, which is in the back of the sefer, he says a very interesting thing. It's on page twenty-seven in the back, if you want to look on the bottom part. Can Note number eight. Can you compare that holding something to? Think about, thinking about something else? No, we're saying not. If you just think about something else, so you don't have to go back because you'll think about it the next time. But if you if you were distracted because you were holding something, you were holding your lunch and you were afraid it might fall during a short essay, so then you shouldn't have, you're not allowed to daven holding your lunch. So you got to put it aside and daven again. Right. Says the note number eight, the inlokivim bebirchas avos. If you didn't have kavana for the first brach of avos, vadayin lo hiskelas abrachas you finished all bracha, not like the Mishabura. The Mishabura said, if you didn't yet say, Baruch HaToshem, go back to Elokei Avram. Here he writes in the note that if you said the whole bracha, but you didn't yet start Atta Gibur, Rechaim Kinevsky says, B'Shem the Chazanish, Sheyachal Lachsho Belibu Pirish Hamilo Shel Birchas Avos. You should pause after Magin Avram, before you say Atta Gibur, and think through the first bracha again. Think it through and be yotzi with the kavanah you have afterwards. V'nechshav shekivin ba, and that would be considered as if you had kavanah in that bracha. That's what he says to shem the chazanish. Achkasa but Rechaim Kinevsky does say shev mishtebura v'chem beralacha mavur lokein. It's mash of the mishtebura and the beralacha not that way because they don't say that. It's mash for that you don't have that etzah. V'rei mash kasad no fine. V'hosev agon Rechaim Kinevsky. Rechaim Kinevsky adds on to that sheladasa chazanish anal. According to this chazanish, again that you could have the kavanah for the bracha after you finish the bracha already. If you realize you didn't have kavanah and you said the words Baruch Ato Hashem, you didn't yet finish the bracha of Magen Avram. Don't end the bracha on Deniyuchukecha, which we do sometimes, which is a pasuk, and then you go back. Don't do that. 
Yasser Lomar Sabrocha Bakavana, Eli Khabim Shatu Marosha Bracha. And though since you have this eighth of the Khazanish, if you said Baraka to Hashem and you realize that you don't have any Kavana for the Bracha, you could still finish off Maganavram and you could still save the Bracha with the Kavana by having the Kavana with your Mahshava afterwards. That's what I, I think he, I, I took a question. Shalom is asking, who is the Chazanish going like? The Machabah, the Ramah? I, I assume he's going like the Ramah, that you shouldn't go back, but you can, at least you gain what you can gain to try to, as much as you can, get the Machabah. But he's going with the Ramah, then nowadays you don't go back. But, but at least you could still have the Kavana now. You still have the Kavana now. Do the best that you can. You can't go back because he's going like the Ramah, but at least have the Kavana now, and that will count a little bit. What about it? Oh, so they discussed that in the notes as well. So maybe we'll see that later. Let's leave that off for now. So let's see, let's see the first Biralacha, very important Biralacha. A little bit, a little bit of a scary Biralacha in my opinion. The first Biralacha on the page, on page 260, he writes, Hamispalo, the Machaber said, one who davens needs to have kavana by all the brachos. Says the Biralacha, Ze asya afibu lumando amr le'elvesim in samech sevdala de misses ain't sirhas kavana. We had a big machlokas way back in Hafaz Kriyashma with a mitzvah shirchas kavana or not. So Zok the Biralocha, that which is saying over here, you have to have kavana for all the brachos, is even the Fidim Anamah that says mitzvahs don't need kavana. Disham hainu lotsis idea mitzvah. That was talking about you have to have kavana that you're about to be yotzi the mitzvah. So even if you hold that you don't have to have kavana that you're being yotzi the mitzvah, ma'ashen kem bazed, yinyonu hu shulo yechavim midvar macherim beisatvila. It's a different nakuda. Here it's not a matter of having kavana for the mitzvah you're going to do. Here it's a matter of not having your mind on other things when you're davening. You should be machavim for what you're davening. Umashma miloshon harashba amuva bebeis Yosef leel besimet samachim adi ramasu kosav tiyeshli zar baavos shelo yehelibo pona beemtza bracha dvarim acherim. You should be careful that during the entire bracha of avos, your heart should not turn away to any other thoughts. Vafilu in beis sheyomar achakach ha'teva shel bracha yaser v'yachavin. He says, amazing. Even if another thought comes in the mind of of avos. You shouldn't just pause between words, think about it, and then go back there. You should avoid any thoughts of other inyanim during the brach of Avos. Even if during every word of Avos you have kavana, but there shouldn't be even a separation between the words with other thoughts. So you should try to have a, a, a flow of concentration of the brach of Avos all the way through. And then he says, He says, If you're Yosef without that, but the Chavaz Chaim ends up and says, At the very least, L'chatchila, you should be very careful about this. That you should have no other thoughts coming into your mind during Avos, even between the words, even if you're still going to have Kavana in every word. You don't want to have any other thoughts in the middle. Now in note number 9 in the back, it's one line, you don't have to turn there, but he writes, from Chaim Kenyeski, so let's say you're in the middle of Avos, this really shouldn't happen, but you're in the middle of Avos, and they get up to Kedusha. So usually if you're in the middle of Shmanesi, you stop and listen to Kedusha. But according to what the Biralacha just said, you don't want to have any other thoughts than Avos in the middle. Rukhain Kedasi says, that's okay. You still should stop in the middle of Avos to in fact to listen, you can't answer because you're Milosh Monastery, but to listen to Kedusha and to get Shomea Ka'una, which we'll get to later, that you should do even in the Bracha of Avos. Let's now do Sif Beis. Lo yispalel belibo levad. A person shouldn't daven in his heart alone. Elo mechate chadvarin b'svasav. Rather he should mouth the words with his lips. Umashmiya lo'ozna v'lachash. And his ears should hear what he's saying with his lips. Velo yashmiya kolo. But his voice shouldn't be heard. So you shouldn't just think it. You should actually say the words and you should hear yourself saying it. But other people shouldn't hear you saying it. But if you cannot kavana davening so quietly, then you could daven out loud. 
That's only if you're davening biyachidus. That's when if you can't have kavanah, you can daven louder if you're by yourself. But if you're in public, even if you can't have, can't have kavanah quietly, you can't daven out loud. You're going to throw the tzibur off, you're going to confuse people. Says the Ramav, And if you raise your voice in davening, when you're davening at home, so your children should be able to see and learn from you, that also would be okay. So also you're in, you're in private, so if you want to have for more kavanah, you can daven out loud. Your children, you can daven out loud. But in shul, when you get to throw other people off, you can't daven out loud, even if you're not going to have such great kavanah. Says the Mishaburin, Sif Katan, Hey, Umashmiya, V'yeshe kosvu de tzarech lochol shodivri ha-zohar. Some say that you should be cautious of the words of the Zohar, Sha'af l'chadchila lo yashmiya l'ozno. That even l'chadchila, you should not hear the words that you're saying. The Mogan Avram says there's no raya from the Zohar. The Gra says that that's not what the Zohar means. Zohar means like the Shulchan Aruch, that, you, that other people shouldn't hear you, but you should hear what you are saying. And that's what the other Achronim write. That it's very that you should hear what you are saying in your own ears. According to everyone, even if you said it so low that you didn't hear with your own ears, since you mouth the words with your lips, you are Yotze, even if you didn't hear. So again, you should mouth it with your lips and you should be able to hear. Others should not be able to hear. But the Evid, if you said it so low, as long as you mouth it with your lips, even if you couldn't hear, but the Evid, you would be Yotze. But here we have a very interesting Mishabura, very interesting note from Moshe Feinstein over here. And Sifkatan Vav, he says, Velo Yashmiya Kolo, your voice shouldn't be heard. Where do we learn that your voice shouldn't be heard? We learn it from Chana. Dixib Bitfilas Chana, the Pasik says by Chana, Raksvasea Naos, just her lips were moving, the Kolo Lo Yishamea, but her voice was not heard. And we learn out many of the halachas of tefillah from Chana. So Chana, her lips are moving, her voice wasn't heard by anyone else. So we learn out from there that your voice shouldn't be heard by anyone else. Ramosa finds he takes out a very interesting halacha over here. There's a shiloh that comes up. We know that kol isha is usher. It's usher to hear a woman singing. But what about hearing a woman speaking? Is that kol isha or not? So Ramosha brings a raya from this mishabura that it's okay to hear a woman speaking. Even if she has a nice voice, hearing her speaking is not a problem. Because he says, otherwise, what's the raya from Chana that the halacha is that you can't daven out loud? Maybe you could daven out loud. Just Ailey was right next to her and she didn't want him to be over the isser of kol isha. And therefore, she did it softly, so not to be machshul him in, in Israel Kalisha. The fact that the Mishavura says we have a raya from here, that you shouldn't daven out loud, shows that's why she did it. She did it because you can't daven out loud, and not because there'll be a problem of Kalisha with her voice. So Moshe learns Allah from here, that listening to a woman speaking, or if you have the woman setting on your GPS, the woman's voice, so that would be okay, as long as she doesn't start singing, that would not be a problem of Kalisha. The what? What do you mean? I'm not following you. Meaning, if, if you're supposed to be singing at those parts of davening, that would be considered singing for her. It wouldn't be right. You're saying that davening is, is said, not sung. Right. Okay, fine. Right, usually when you be a chidus, Fine. Zok the Mishnah Rebaita, it took me a while. Zok the Mishnah Rebaita, v'chol ha-mashmiya kolo b'tfilaso. Anyone who raises his voice in prayer, ha-reize niktane amona. 
He is small in his amuna. He lacks belief in God. By saying your davening out loud, it's as if to say, Hashem can't hear me when I say it softly. And therefore, it looks like you are lacking amuna. And if you raise your voice in tefillah, you are from the false Nevi'im. That's what they used to do. They used to scream out loud for their Avodah Zarah to try to hear them. It wasn't successful, but they would scream to them. And therefore, you're like, worship Avodah Zarah by screaming out loud. The Berkiyot and the Chayalim say a person should daven so softly. Sha'av chaveiro ha'omed b'samuch lo. Even your friend that's right next to you, lo yia yuchal shmoa. The guy right next to you should not be able to hear your davening. Umikomokom im ef shelo lochavim binyanzeh. But if you're not able to have kavanah like this, yesh lo lasos binyan sheyochal lochavim. Then he could daven a little louder in a way that he could be mechavim. Ach sheyizor shelo yatrid laacherem ukid lakamei. But he has to do it in a way that he won't be matriach and matrid throwing anyone else off from their tefillah, which is hard because you never know who's davening next to you and how much you're bothering him. So ideally, a person should daven so low that no one hears him. Only if he mamish can't have kavanah, maybe up, step it up a little bit of a notch. So you can hear yourself a little more, get more kavona, but make sure that you're not going to interrupt anyone else. There's a couple of other notes that I'd like to read in the back. In note number 15, he writes, and this is always a discussion, can one in the middle of the evening, let's say tonight is Rosh Chodesh, so whether we give a clap before, don't give a clap before, but you're in the middle of and you're rushing and all excited, you say, Yalvi Yavo, right, the guy who always wants to scream out, Yalvi Yavo, or Mashiva Ruach, to remind everyone, should you be doing that in the middle of Yishman Esrei, when you're supposed to really be davening silently, so note 15, he writes, V'lomar be'emtza atfilo tevos morid ha'geshem, o Yalvi Yavo, v'kadomo b'kol, k'day lahaskir la'tzibur, should you be saying these words out loud in the middle of Yishman Esrei to remind the rest of the tzibur, should announce during silently The says you should not do that. and he does not explain the reason. The says one should not do that. Mishum she'ain zed derech eretz b'tzvila. That's not proper derech eretz and davening to be screaming out a couple of words in the middle. V'hosef agon rechaim kinyaski shemikomakom aminog lahokel bazeh. Rechaim says that aminog is to be lenient. The gama chazunish lo amar shadover aser. The chazunish didn't say it's aser. Elo she'ain derech eretz. He just said it's not derech eretz. So the aminog is to do it, even though the chazunish says it's not derech eretz because he didn't say it was aser. V'das agon rechaim zaman arbach she'af v'das amagin avram hanal haynu dafka she'ashatz o ashamish yasakin. Even the Magen Avraham who says the Chazan should do it, it's Dafka the Chazan or maybe the Gabai. But not that a regular one of the Mispalim should start screaming out in the middle of Shmonesre, Yalav Yavo, Mishum Shudavim Mavuza Lasos came Bishash Omlifnamel Bethfil. You're standing in front of the king, you shouldn't be screaming out a couple of words in the middle, that would be inappropriate. Now, okay, let's, um, let's go back to the Mishabura. There's another note, but let's finish up the Mishabura. Sifkotan Zayin, the last line on page 260. We said you should be lo yashmiya kol, your voice should not be out loud. Vafilu bipsuke de zimra, tov shlo laharim kol. Even during psuke de zimra, a person should not be raising his voice out loud. Kiakadash baruchu shomea belachash. Hashem hears when you're saying it softly. Lo kaosum amabiyam kolam yosimidai. Not like those people say psuke de zimra and they're screaming it out loud and interrupting everyone else.
Turning the page, Umiyah, however, Bishabish and Ohogin Sheikhar Omar Psukhidizim Bukharam Shapidam, apparently it was a minog that on Shabbos one person would say Psukhidizim out loud. If that was the minog, that is okay. Then we said that if a person cannot be Mechavim Balachash, so then he's allowed to say it out loud if he's Biachidas, not if he's Bitsibur. Says the Mishavur and Sikotan Ches, Ataz Kosov, the Afim Yochel Lechavim Balachash, even if you could have Kavana silently, have a local Kach Mobokol, but you can't have as much Kavana as if you were davening louder. Mikri eno yochel That's called not being able to have kavana. The yochel leispalo biyochel bekol. Then, if you're privately, you could daven out loud. However, the ayin beralocha shekasadnu the ayin The beralocha brings down that you shouldn't be making with this. The last beralocha on page two sixty, he writes, "I am the mishnah bura b'shem ataz, who just said that even if you could have a little kavana, but you could have more kavana out loud, you should daven out loud." But, says the Bi'alach, according to that which the Zohar says, scary Zohar. If you raise your voice in prayer so much that your friend could hear you, then Hashem doesn't hear your tefillah. Only one being could hear your tefillah. If you say it silently, Hashem hears it. You say it loud enough that your friend can hear it, your friend hears it, then God doesn't hear it. According to that scary Zohar, it says the Be'alacha nearly, She'ein lismuch al kulaso shalataz. Don't rely on this taz. So the taz says, if you can have more kavon out loud, do it louder. Don't rely on that taz. Not kedai. Zokta mishnebura vaitis tefkotan tes. Lagbiya kolo. We said, if you can't be mechavin quietly, you could raise your voice. V'ayri da'afilu im yashmiya kolo b'miktas gamkein lu yuchol lechavin. Di'ilav hochi We're talking about if you raise your voice a little bit, you still won't be able to have kavana. Because if you can have kavana raising it a little bit, you shouldn't raise it a lot. We're talking about where you can't even have kavana raising it a little bit. Then if you're private, you could raise it a lot. B'tzibur aser, however, that's only if you're in private. B'tzibur, it's aser. Afilu la'ashmiya kolo b'mixas. Even to raise your voice a little bit when you're in public is is not allowed. Kol shekein la'gbiya kolo, certainly to raise your voice a lot would be inappropriate. What's interesting to note is that Taz, just to throw out a kasha, that Taz was talking about that a person who's davening by himself and he can't have kavana, so he, even if he can have a little bit of kavana, he'll have more kavana louder, he should daven louder. We say not to rely on it because of the Zohar, because if someone else hears it, but what if no one else is there? Is that, is that, does the Zohar mean, Badafka, if someone hears it, or if someone could theoretically hear it? Because the Zohar says if someone else hears it, then Hashem doesn't hear it. But we're talking about Yidavim Biachidis. Otherwise it's Asr anyway. So does the Zohar mean that even if nobody's there, but someone theoretically was there, they would hear it, it's a problem? Or he means if someone's there and they're gonna hear it, then it's a problem. Alright, we'll stop here, and we'll continue on Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.